Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host, Jody Everton from the Ocala Stirrups Program at Chestnut Hill Arabians. Jody, lovely to have you back. Thank you so much, Louisa. Always fun to be here. Special guests in the studio this week, I have Laureen Lockhart from Run for the Ribbons. Laureen, lovely to have you with us. Thanks for having us. Also have Michelle Hemingway. Got to see her twice today. It's pretty special. It is my lucky day. It is indeed. I enjoy it. <laughs> she is with the Thurstock Training Center here in Ocala and also with Run for the Ribbons. She's like me and Laureen and Jody. We wear lots of hats, right? As long as it's a good hat. That's right. It's always a good hat. Uh, we are actually changing the order of the show this week so that Michelle isn't late for another appointment because she has changed hats again. And so we're actually going to do a couple of segments to start with, uh, with them about Run for the Ribbons, and then we'll switch it up a little bit to the news and then to Dr. Chaot. And then we have Lip Chip joining us by vmix video and everybody's going to get a koozie more than just a number lip chip or LLC. Koozie if you're from this country <laughs> yes and if you have a chapstick from lip chip you won't have chap lips oh there you go that's like can peter you say that like peppers to peter piper peck hey yes you did it <laughs> high five so i've got gifts for everybody here and just for fun you can have it in a piranha bag because oh. it's <laughs> we should see oh. it's floating piranha. Oh, wow. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> so, and I also trippy. have some um, horse farms <laughs> forever trippy. caps for you as well. So oh, you don't thanks. have to put them on now because you have good hair. But um, later on, so, but it'll help yes. me tomorrow. It'll, it'll <laughs> help me tomorrow. It's That's good, right. It's a good hat. So we're going to start off with a bit of run for the ribbons. But first of all, I want to start with Laureen a little bit and just kind of have her tell us what started it all for you. The love of the thoroughbred and the desire to take thoroughbreds to a different level when they're done on the racetrack. Well, as a child, I grew up on thoroughbreds. Um, Anything that my mom, she was a breeder and a trainer and an owner, and what she didn't have at the track that didn't want, she would give to me. And I had quite a few that took me on (laughs) some rides, and, you know, it was a good learning experience. But, you know, at 15, I got the first one that, like, really took me to shows and finals and equitation classes and like I competed him for five years and 
I got down here, and that's what prompted me to start running for the ribbons when I moved from Massachusetts to Florida. And, and saw that was what, that, 2014? Um, that was 2011, right? 10. Well, I came I down know. in 2006 um, the first time, and I still spent summers at home in Massachusetts, and then I moved down here in 2010 for good. Like That's when you got brave then, about summer yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, that's when I committed year-round. Um, and then that was the first year I showed that thoroughbred Billy Bart down here. Billy Bart. That was his name. Billy Bart. Why don't we have a photo of Billy Bart, maybe? <laughs> we um, do. We, we have plenty. Lots of really them, yeah. yeah. He was cool. Um, and he taught me a lot. He taught a lot of kids a lot. He was used for lessons. He was used, you know, as my personal show horse. And I competed him down here, and I really felt like, you know, the thoroughbreds have a little bit of a disadvantage compared to what I was used to growing up in New England and competing with, because everyone had a everyone had a thoroughbred up there in that circuit, and down here, I was like the only thoroughbred at the show, you know. So I that's kind of what prompted me to do the run for the ribbons as a show. But prior to that, you know, we were taking them in all the time and retraining the ones that were homebreds that didn't make it. And personally, I thought everyone did that, and then I realized, you know, it's it's an issue. Um, it is. And yeah. not everyone has the luxury to retire them to their farm like my grandfather did. And it just drove the passion of, you know, doing more. And the shows support the horses in the program. It all kind of snowballed into run, to the, run for the ribbons to what it is today. It's amazing. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> and then Michelle's connection, of course, is she's been around the racing world her entire life in South Africa and here in America um, as a consigner, trainer. Um, a conditioner yourself. Initially, when I met you, of course, that was Hemingway Training and Sales, but now working for this incredible facility that I went to today. So impressed by, oh my gosh, not just impressed by the facility, but obviously by the love of the horse, yeah. which for me is far greater than the best facilities in the for world. Sure. Um, but to see, obviously, the care of the horses and to know that your heart is for the horse as well. So tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Run for the Ribbons. Well, actually, so I do come from a background in racing, but the whole time, my whole life, I was a major horse show rider. I won the Medal of McClay in 1996 and uh, competed in horse shows and took a actual off-the-track thoroughbred that I got off Penn National to the Zone Championships in Zone 4. Awesome. His name was Southern yeah. Hospitality, and he won everything in the Amateur Owner Hunters and... Uh, actually was the horse I took to Sweetbriar College with me, so I was involved with horse showing forever, so I always loved thoroughbreds and show horses. And I had warm bloods when I did the lower level Grand Prix. I actually had the first Grand Prix horse I had was a thoroughbred that was called uh, Big Joe, then like Aaron Vale. Big Joe. Yeah. If you ask Aaron Vale, that yeah. was Aaron Vale's puissance <laughs> horse, and he was hard to ride, and Aaron let me ride him, and uh, so I got him. And then Lorene and I actually met in 2010 when I was selling stallion seasons for a farm and I was pregnant and she had just had a baby. And so we started babies, talking. Babies, babies, babies. Yep. <laughs> we had just started talking and became best friends and our sons are best friends. And so we had a big, <laughs> we had a big passion over, you know, thoroughbreds and racing and horse showing. So it was kind of we had such similar, yeah. yeah, it was yeah, such so similar much. upbringings, and then both having children of the same age, we got to spend a lot of time together, and we just wanted to really grow this uh, organization to the fullest that it could be, and it makes sense that we need something like this in Ocala. There's no reason that we shouldn't have the same support that 
RRP gets in Lexington. Absolutely, I agree 100%. Agreed. Yeah, and you know, one of the things I always think about thoroughbreds is unlike many sports, for example, jumping, um, you know, horses, they kind of get to 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, you're like, wow, I've got this amazing, yeah. you know, jumper. But you never hear about a horse on the racetrack at 14. I think the oldest I ever heard was like eight or nine. Yeah. And that's unusual. We had one so, in South Africa that was 12. He won his last graded stake with me when he was 12. Really? Right? Yeah, his name was Major Bluff. <laughs> Major Bluff. So that would be very old yet in other careers. Horses mm -hmm. just get better and better and more seasoned, right. and, yeah. and older is not necessarily, you know, a, a, a time <laughs> to stop the stop the career. So, for racing, when they're when they're done, if they don't go to be a sire or a, um, a, in the breeding shed or, or whatever, then they need another job. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I actually thought of this morning. And I thought of this because I was at Thurstock and then I was at Demerick training and sales. So I went from excellent to excellent. And it got me thinking about, I was watching Jackie Demerick starting some horses in the round pen. And I got to thinking about how much it affects a horse the way they're started. Mm -hmm. And the first people who even handle it at birth, handle it first time it's saddled, first time it's bridled, first time it's ridden. And it got me thinking about how important that is. And even when they come back from the track for a rest and perhaps they rehab at Thurstock, for mm -hmm. example, and rest there, the people who handle them and care about them and take care of them, all that matters through that whole process. But you know, the other thing that struck me was how much more they are better for the next career when they've had that good experience. Mm -hmm. And we just got the one minute, so I'm going to get them to comment on that. And we're going to share a little bit more with you about the Transformation Expo as well. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back.
over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, LipChip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by LipChip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is LipChip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to FeedDAC.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the second segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host Jody Everton from Chestnut Hill Arabians with the Ocala Stirrups program. Mm -hmm. I also have Laureen mm -hmm. Lockhart and Michelle Hemingway with Run for the Ribbons. And we've been talking a little bit about thoroughbreds and how important it is that we have jobs for them afterwards and encouraging them um, to go on to future careers and just how versatile they are. We did actually just share a photo right before the break that we would like to explain. Um, yes, <laughs> and that is actually that um, was actually rehabbed um, by Laureen. That um, you can tell us that story. So <laughs> that's Izzy, right? That yeah. is Izzy. I still get goosebumps two years later, like looking at the old photos she and walking the Yeah, like sh we got videos and pictures. Um, actually, FTBOA contacted us about this horse that they their organization couldn't take, and they we were who they had thought of, and. Um, we got pictures and videos, and she looked bad, you know, but didn't at the time look any worse than once we had taken in before. So we said yes. It took about a month for paperwork to all go through, and she arrived to us, and not what we were, you know, way worse than we were expecting. Infected coffin bones. Yeah, oh both gosh, coffin bones were severely infected. But she was smart enough when she got in the barn, she was smart enough to know to lay down and, like, but would get up when she needed to, but was smart enough to keep the weight. You know, she wanted to live. She had the look in her eye mm -hmm. that she wanted to live. We we got multiple vet, you know, opinions, and we made the choice. Dr. Rulon um, from Epic Center said, bring it to us, the hyperbaric chamber will help, um, and we've got so many treatment options here. So the next day we literally carried her onto the trailer, oh, carried her off. He, mm. She got there and he was, you know, he called me and said, it's worse, you know, than I expected. I don't, I can't make any promises. And they got her into the hyperbaric chamber and like literally after that first session, it's like a Kickstarter. And um, she was wow. still in really rough shape. You know, she spent two months at the hospital and then came to home to us actually on New Year's Eve, which was really fitting. So mm -hmm. she, you know, brought in the new year Her at new the year. farm. Um, she went out to pasture with one of my homebreds. We had to change the foot though, like she had a hole drilled through the foot because of Dr. Barrett. He he um, stepped in and did donated all of the footwork to her. She needed you know severe treatment for months. Um, I think it was but about you were eight able months. To help yeah, it was about eight months before the foot was finally closed oh, and like grown out enough to wear a normal shoe. Mm. And t now two years later, she you is being ridden. Like she had, 
Oh my goodness! Oh, that was a week ago. That was a week, week ago. ago. Yeah. That is so. Uh, and a great she's story. just oh so. My gosh. She's like, for what she went through, she's just so sweet. That's an and awesome isn't story. Isn't she inspiring? That's just beautiful. Are you kidding me? She's Look at her. Pretty girl. She looks phenomenal. So, um, share with us a little bit about the difference between what the event you have coming up now of course you have the the chili event coming up on the 23rd this weekend that's yep. the fundraiser right yes and then you also have coming up in december then your transformation expo which is at the florida horse park so this is the halloween hunter jumper show yes. um and chili food fight fundraiser food fight mm, food? does that say food fight it, it does, does say food fight. <laughs> we, we want to just say chili cook-off so yeah and we but don't food wanna, fight fundraiser so much we also don't want to be stuck into that chili, chili box every box. year we want to do this every Mac year and cheese oh yeah we want to do this every year on halloween yeah um fun. for this big horse show that we have and have it as a fundraiser we have several other throughout the year. We're going to do a group trail ride. We're going to do a horsey yard sale. We have our regular banquet, which is dinner, dancing, silent auction items, things like that. So we do all those things. But the biggest thing is coming into this expo, we need community members to get behind it so we can offer more prize money. And, and one place that we're really different is horses can compete over multiple years at our Transformation Expo. That's it's not one year. And tell them a little bit about the restricted and versus it's the December open. December 10, December 10, 10, 11, 12. 11, 12. Yep. Um, the restricted is for horses within three years off the track, and the open is for horses that are more than that three years off the track or that never raced, mm -hmm. because we feel they need to be included as well. Sure. Say and a horse went to OBS, breezed, but can never actually make the racetrack. That horse is eligible for the open, whereas in the comp in in the competition in Kentucky, they are not. So this is actually, in my opinion, a little bit more beneficial because not every horse necessarily ever makes it to race, but you still want to show how versatile they are right. and all the different sports they can compete in after the fact, right? right? Exactly. So that's the benefit of the expo is it, it really gives them a chance to show that they are able to transform into another. For sure, and it supports the owners that want to look after these horses and then yeah. be able to participate yeah they can like come that. year after year they you know we've seen so many horses go from their first show with us to now are winning you know the three-foot division yeah, that's awesome. which is and it's pretty cool you know at run for the ribbons we're all the whole board are very avid horsewomen and between Lorene and carly and myself we all are pretty upper level show jumping riders so we tell people let's say thurstock for example manages a horse for someone that needs a new home they can contact us, we can look at the horse's video and we can say, yes, we think the horse would fit our program. We ask you please if you'll give a small amount to help us with the initial care, then we'll remake the horse, we'll market it for sale, sort of like an on the cuff sort of thing, mm -hmm. but we get a, an agreed upon percentage to go directly towards the charity upon the sale of the horse mm -hmm. And they still get another amount, and they also get the tax write-off. How wonderful. So, and, because and it's a 501c3. Right, and All let's right. say we think it doesn't fit the program that we can do right there at Run for the Ribbons. We will help place that horse to another home through the many different so many people that we have that come and compete at our horse show. We have the biggest growth. Our growth is as big, if it's not larger. Percentage-wise, it's Percentage larger. Percentage-wise, it's yeah. larger, and yes. we have one-tenth of the prize money that's offered in Lexington. So if people could get behind this, could you imagine? We have people come from Wisconsin to our horse show in December. That's amazing. So it's at the Florida Horse Park, December 10, 11, 12. And these are horses, these are ex-race horses or not. They're just thoroughbreds who trained, may have gone through a sale, 
maybe they never make it to the track, maybe they even had a minor injury, and then yeah. and, and you want to show them in a variety of different sports. How many different sports do you have at the event? We have seven at, at the expo. Um, polo, freestyle, working ranch, eventing, dressage, hunters, and jumpers. And then this year, actually, we are adding a special award. It's going to be the most versatile thoroughbred. So any horse that competes in at least two disciplines, which is the limit, um, whichever high point horse has the most points will get that award. So you should mention the special. parade that we're going to do as well. Oh, yeah, the parade of thoroughbreds. Okay. That's going to be on Saturday, and that will include um, the public can come as well. They can come with their thoroughbred for a donation, Wonderful. a small donation paraded on the polo field either in hand or under saddle and at the end we're going to do a big group photo of all of the horses and they don't nice. have including to have our competitors so if it's a horse that's not ready to compete this year they can still come and get the experience and be a part of the parade and see that's what's great. going on so they yeah. can prepare maybe right. for next year yeah. i love the fact they can come back year after year yeah, that's super. that it's not like a one you know one-time yeah. thing oh you're off the track so many days so now you can come and compete right. yeah. and then not and again. we don't have a limitation on rides or anything like that we just really want people to enjoy what I think Lorene and I feel is the most versatile and athletic equine breed that there is, you know? For sure. Might be biased, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right. You're here. Hey, y'all have to see that's nice. No, you're here to talk about talk about. We should also mention John Henderson. John so Henderson if anybody's familiar great. with um, John Henderson, <laughs> the voice. he is the, the voice, voice of, OBS. of OBS. He's also the voice of Keeneland, and he that's has right. kindly agreed to donate his time and come be our announcer for the expo. So that's, he's good times. So we're excited to have so John fun. and really appreciative. That's and he is the voice. Well, I can't believe it. We have one minute. I'm just going to let you tell us how we find you and <clears throat> and follow you. All right. Well, you can attend our events. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, all at Run for the Ribbons. Run for the Ribbons. And we are always looking for volunteers. Please come out. <laughs> Please. Michelle has to go because she has a dinner appointment. Makes so like we're going to make sure she goes <laughs> with her lip chip goodies. Oh. And we are going to wrap up and keep Laureen with us for the rest of the show, apparently, which is really fun. So stay with us. Yay. Have fun, soon. my friend. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Piranha. 
Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, host and executive producer of the show, in the studio with my co-host Jody Everton from Ocala Stirrups of the Chestnut Hill Arabians. And also have Laureen Lockhart in here. We've been talking a little bit about Run for the Ribbons and uh, about the upcoming events and show, uh, the Chili Food fight. Chili food fight. I'm just picturing like a pillow fight. Like, you know when you do a pillow Hopefully fight? Hopefully they won't throw the chili. chili fight, we won't right? be throwing the chili. No, no, no. Competitive um, recipes, I'm yes, hoping you mean. Yes, yes. Okay, um, We have Jessica Cummings on in a couple of segments from <laughs> Lip Chip. Uh, I've got chapstick here. Uh, and I'm cozies. giving it away. And cozies. What'd you call cozies. them first? Cozies. 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 If you're from England, they're cozies. <laughs> if you don't want to have chap lips, you need lip chip. There you go, got it for you. We're gonna do some um, event mentions. Uh, this is fun stuff right here. The Ocala Marion County Connections to the Breeders' Cup presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Uh, we're gonna have a great show for you that weekend. We should actually be airing it probably all week on Equus Television. We'll definitely be airing it on Facebook and also on the Sky on Saturday morning with mentions. Um, of all the connections, and by the way, there's a lot of connections to mm -hmm. the Breeders' Cup. Uh, conversations about conservation, that's November 23rd, the summit by Horse Farms Forever. That's going to be at Ocala Breeder Sales, and that of course is discussions about farmland preservation, which is very important, that's our culture here in Marion County, with speakers, the owner of Bridalwood, John Malone, and also Kevin Sheely from the CE CEP, he's the CEO of the CEP, where we are right now in the equine studios in downtown Ocala. Don't forget the Horseween is coming up. That is October 29th from 5 to 9 p.m. at the Downtown Market, brought to you by Miller & Sons Plumbing. And there's going to be horses in costumes. I'm just going to tell you, there's going to be uh, Mustangs <laughs> and Frisians and miniatures and uh, all kinds of other fun You know fun how she feels about see. that. So, yes, I do love horses <laughs> in costumes. Don't forget that November 5th and 6th is uh, time for Larson to appreciate their customers. Great sale prices on hay. Make sure you join them for customer appreciation days. Again, November 5th and 6th, Larson Hay, be appreciated. Don't forget Stirrups and Strides has got their special event coming up. Reserve your table today. That is going to be December 4th from 5 to 9 p.m. It's the Who Done It. Wild West murder mystery. They're going to hang somebody behind the barn. Not really. <laughs> Not literally a person. It's actors, but, don't be scared. Yes, don't be scared. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun and uh, entertainment and great to help them fundraise. Don't forget that in January at Chestnut Hill Arabians, the Equine Industry Academy of Ocala will be open. They're going to have 10-week horsemanship classes available and even shorter sessions. Uh, may be available and that is at, again at Chestnut Hill Arabians right off Highway 200 and they would like to help whether you're a child in high school or you're in college or you're even an adult coming back to riding again horsemanship classes really are a must-have here in the horse capital so you want to be involved Thursday October 21st 2 p.m. We have our equine initiative presented by Piranha. Special guest is going to be Sarah Powell Fennessy from Horse Farms Forever. And that will be at the CEP boardroom at 310 Southeast 3rd Street. Oh, this one looks good. The next one coming up after that will be 
November the 9th, and that will be Mary Phelps Farm, home of the gold-winning Briar Ponies. And you're going to learn a lot about driving. That will be a Driving Equine 101 plus our regular equine initiative meeting. The address is there on the screen for you. And you can also find that at ocalacyep.com on the events calendar. Again, that's November 9th at 2 p.m. And it will be Mary's birthday. The ponies are called the Flying Gangsters. Really, really. you got to come if just for nothing else. This is Thursday, 8 o'clock. That's this Thursday at 8 o'clock. And this is the virtual TRF Lowell Prison Show. And um, you really need to watch this. This is really an incredible program that helps really take people from a lifestyle of incarceration to actually rehabbing them through horses and actually getting them ready for an equine-related career as well, which is a wonderful experience for them. And I can't think of a better way of um, really uh, transitioning from one lifestyle to another, but with horses, and that is on Facebook. Eight o'clock Thursday, the 21st. Second chances at Lowell, 20th anniversary. Another mention for Piranha. A lot of people don't know that Piranha has products other than fly spray, believe it or not. Lots and dog lots products. of products. Yes. Yes. Lots and lots of products. My doggy love them. I know. <laughs> Piranha's amazing products. And uh, one of the products they have is Odaway. Uh, Guess what that does? Yeah, I'm assuming there's a skunk situation. There's a smell situation. <laughs> Odaway. So whether you've got Don't use boots, tomato juice. Call Piranha. Yeah, call Piranha. <laughs> Uh, whether it's stinky boots, oh. a stinky helmet, mm. a stinky vest. Just stinky, know, general stinkiness. Yeah, stinky, a stinky dog. Um, it could be anything. Maybe stinky. your husband. You Maybe your know. husband. <laughs> Maybe your armpits. Whatever. Whatever. No, it's out of the way. It's a really great product. So I know you recently met... Alana, um, yes. Alana from Piranha. That was uh, a lot of fun. We did a training to... video with um, one of my ex-race horses, who now is owned by Carly, one of the board members, and she's doing hunter jumper stuff That's with them. So it was a lot of fun. And the dogs learned all about Piranha as well. Yeah, cool. Time, so they were yeah. very appreciative of the fly products for them. It's incredible. Yeah. So we want to mention cool. a product every week that you didn't know that Piranha had. Mm-hmm. And obviously they're famous for their fly spray systems. Uh, in the barns, which are wonderful, especially during the summer, and mm-hmm. we don't have much of a die down of flies here no. in Ocala no. like they do up north for sure. So that makes piranha even more important, I think, here yeah, for, us, for sure. Right? Yeah, because it's a year-round situation. <laughs> it is. But it's sort of like when it first gets cold, you're like, oh, the flies are going, and then it's like, oh, they're back. Well, and so. I don't think they go very deep in the ground here they don't. in Florida. No, I think they do. And then they're just slow. Yeah. And there's a million of them, and they're all over the place, and they've been gross lately. Yeah. yeah. They're 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 so bad. So we're, we're always very relieved that we have our piranha on hand. So. And if <laughs> you sure. ha- if you don't have one of their spray systems, Get Miller it. & Sons Plumbing is now an authorized installer. Oh. So Miller & Sons Plumbing is now installing the fly spray systems. So that's another oh, that's great cool. connection since they're always the sponsor of our... They're so good. Thank you, are. Miller & Sons. I know. They're so good. They're so much more than plumbers. For sure. <laughs> Not that plumbers aren't important. Obviously, no, I know. They're just wonderful. They're involved with a lot, <laughs> yeah. a lot of things equine, though. They are involved in a lot of things equine. And, yeah. and if your loo is stopped up, Call them. Must have. <laughs> Definitely call Miller and Sons. a bit of British banter for you. L-O-O is the loo. The loo. That would cause a spot of bother. Yeah. <laughs> so, Laureen, OBS was last week for sale, yeah. and I and it was amazing to see all those beautiful yearlings mm-hmm. go through. And I'm always amazed when I see a yearling thoroughbred because it's like, 
I actually I asked Jackie to marry today. Is that a two year old? She goes, no, it's a yearling. It's I was like, year what? Yeah, they're huge. Uh, they are. They're big, and it was a, it was a very good sale. The, the, the sale toppers were it was great, and we watched all of that, and and it made me think about the thoroughbreds. You know how many of those go on and race, and then what they what do they do? After that, and I thought about when I was a kid, I jumped thoroughbreds and right. I rode thoroughbreds and fox hunt and I did eventing on thoroughbreds. That's all. It wasn't a warm blood outbreak yeah. then like there is now. You know, they were kind of everything. They had you know? jobs, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, everybody rode thoroughbreds then. It was it was just the horse that you rode. So when you see these like makeovers, one minute left. So this is my last question on this. Okay. What is the most exciting thing you've ever seen a thoroughbred do other than race? Other than race? I mean, the barrels, eventing, what's exciting? I, I personally like the, the Western disciplines. The Western, um, yeah. You know, I think for them to trust, you know, I had one that last horse you would have expected to allow a rope to be thrown, but, you know, through trust and time, like, I think see, it's amazing the for them to see a lasso, yeah. you know, to have a lasso thrown off them, rung back in, like, yeah. for too. them to adapt to that, which is like so against everything, that they do is amazing. It's got to go. Gigi gave us the wrap up. We'll be right <laughs> back quick. on the second half of the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. Equestrians, it's time to take care of yourself as well as you do your horse. So get down to Pulse Center of Ocala. The PEMF wave is safe and it's a therapy that charges your cells and allows them to function at their fullest capacity so you heal much faster. Check them out at PulseCenterFL.com now and tell them you heard about it on the Horse Talk Show for a free demo. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at LarsonHay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a salt water spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa you're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right, yes! <laughs> yeah, baby! Yeah. Welcome back to the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. 
Very unusually, we have Dr. Adam Kayot on the second half of the show this week. We had to juggle things around, and he said, what, don't I have more pull than that? <laughs> you really do, Dr. Kayot. We're just, you know, one of the things about Dr. Kayot is he's so flexible. He's such a good guy. He is. Out at soccer practice. Out at soccer practice. Uh, answering our questions. Yeah. <laughs> In the studio with me, I have Jodie Everton from the Ocala Stirrups program at Chestnut Hill Arabians, and I have Laureen Lockhart here from Run for the Ribbons. So we're going to talk a little bit about what, Dr. Kayot? Left laryngeal hemiplegia, or aurora. 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 Yeah, that's my part. I, when I looked at that, I said, uh, Dr. Kayot's got to pronounce yeah. that one for me. I'm going to mess it up. So, Dr. Kayot, tell us exactly what this is and I noticed yeah. when I was researching that it's more common in about three to seven year old horses is that right that's correct hmm. and it tends to be most common in larger horses um, ones that are bigger or grossier mm -hmm. um, than their uh, other counterparts um, that's true basically what it is is it's a paralysis of um, one of the arytenoids most of the time it happens on the left arytenoid. The arytenoids sit in the back of the throat and they're the things that, that close down your trachea when you swallow and then they open up when you're running uh, to allow the trachea the most air to get into it. So obviously when, uh, when one of those doesn't work, um, it can obviously be a problem as far as performance goes because um, depending on the severity of the paralysis, you can have um, you know, as little as half the airway or even less available for, um, for breathing. So um, obviously that could, that could be uh, detrimental to, to what you want to do. Mm. Most commonly, it's, it, you know, that kind of tips you off is you'll hear this loud breathing or this quote-unquote roaring as the horse works. Mm -hmm. um, it can be caused by all different things. Um, certainly there can be a chondritis or an inflammation of of the arytenoids that basically is uh, like a sore throat mm -hmm. and um, can can affect the can affect the function of the arytenoids mm -hmm. and those are generally pretty easily remedied uh, with some antibiotics and plus or minus some steroids and that usually um, can clear those up pretty well and they can return to normal function and then you have the other ones that are um, with various degrees of per absolute absolute paralysis meaning um, that, that side of the arytenoid does not move. Um, and we don't really know why it happens. Um, the nerve that innervates the, the arytenoids, especially the left one, is a very long nerve. It basically comes out of the brain, goes down the neck, kind of loops around the kidney and comes all the way back up. And um, uh, the thought there is that because it's so long, it's more prone to damage. Mm -hmm. And um, so that may be the case um, because, like you said, we do see it more in in the uh, larger, grossier ones. And, and it, it obviously comes out at, uh, in, in that age group, three to seven, like you said. Mm -hmm. But it can happen. It can happen in any age group. Um, and it can happen suddenly uh, without any... Um, any indication of trauma or whatever so um, really? it, it can it can be a problem most most commonly the problems are seen in racehorses where they're asked to, to perform at their utmost highest level mm -hmm. um, generally pleasure horses and that sort of thing can do okay if you don't mind the loud breathing 
but um, you get to the higher performance stuff, eventing, racing, um, that sort of thing. Uh, Grand Prix jumping, they can it, it, it can cause uh, cause some issues. So. Now you mentioned larger horses being um, seem to be seem to get this more. Are there breeds that get it more, uh, and is it something you see more in just larger thoroughbreds, or is it something you sometimes see more in draft horses and bigger horses in in that yeah. respect? Yeah, so I think I think in the studies the thoroughbreds are, are overrepresented, meaning that um, we see more of them, we scope more of them, mm -hmm. um, so we see the condition mm -hmm. uh, more often. So uh, it's it's obviously definitely seen in in that breed. Um, your warm bloods, I definitely come across it in warm bloods uh, periodically, and certainly in draft horses. Um, so they're all represented. Represented mm -hmm. now, thoroughbreds does seem to occur more, but not sure if that's because we scope them more or if it actually occurs more. I actually wondered uh, about scoping. In the breed. Yeah, yeah, I, that's I, the way it's basically diagnosed. I mean, you can you can do an endoscopic exam and you can you can assess the function of the arytenoid if it's moving or if it's not, and um, you know, it's obviously it's a huge part of the the sales process in, in, in thoroughbred sales. Right, and. Uh, um, you know, it's a it's a, it's standard practice to scope those horses. Now, once they're medicated, usually the prognosis is fairly good for the most part. Yeah, if it's chondritis, if it's caused from chondritis, um, generally the, the prognosis is good, um, depending on how long it lasts. So if it if it lasts a, a you know a long time, then uh, your your prognosis goes down a little bit. But if it's caught fairly early prognosis is good if it's if it's caused by damage to the nerve and it's um, just not functioning properly and eh, not so good um to to return to normal and generally then we end up having to do surgery it's known as a tie back surgery mm -hmm. and uh they actually the surgeon actually goes in takes a hold of that retinoid and um draws it back with the suture basically with the muscle so they go in through the through the neck and they take that muscle that innervates or that powers the arytenoid and actually tack it back so the arytenoid is actually open all the time. Mm. And um, that seems that helps. And, and those horses can go on to perform well. The only the, you know, the negative to that is obviously the trachea is always open halfway. Mm. So, you know, they're more prone to get food stuff down their trachea and be coughing more and that sort of thing. So now would that that would make them more predisposed to choking then as well? Possibly well, and maybe not. Well, no, not really. Um, not really. So choking a horse is actually when you get um, when you get food stuff stuck in the in the esophagus. Mm -hmm. That's what we call choke when it gets stuck there. Generally the trachea you you know, the trachea is a huge tube and it would be very hard for the horse to technically choke like like you or I would if we, you know, sucked on an ice cube and were actually choking or whatever. Right. Uh, but um, Chicken but they are more prone to have, to have like hay and stuff that they've been chewing on just mm -hmm. get down in there because it's okay. open and then that, that causes an irritation and they tend to cough more and cough that stuff up and, and that sort of thing, so... And really, the the roaring noise is the real kind of 
initial giveaway right. anyway yeah. for someone to be alerted to that, that exactly kind right. of it's very noise. distinct you'll know it's when you definitely hear it. yeah it's definitely like you said it's, <laughs> it's, it's it, you know you're not gonna you're gonna be like whoa that thing's loud yeah you know? and, and, and louder more loud than normal you know a normal horse cantering around or working around it's gonna be it's 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 fairly obvious you know and and so um that's the most time this you know i get the i get the complaint this horse is really loud when it's going or you get the um, the other complaint is um, you know exercise intolerance that sort of thing. He's just not he, he does great at first, then he gets tired really quick, quickly mm-hmm. or whatever. Those are that's one of the first things that jumps to my mind. So that's time to time to call the vet. So time to call in the big guy. Yep. yep. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor yep. K, very much, and uh, hope the, the soccer practice goes well. You're certainly a multitasker. <laughs> Swap, uh, yeah. Swapping hats Beautiful again. To be out <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, for yes, sure. it is. It's lovely. lovely. Not nearly yeah. as sweaty. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Enjoy Not the so evening. Many and bugs either. That's right. right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Dr. you. Kayot. Have a good night. Right. Dr. Kayot from Peterson Smith Equine Hospital in complete care on a horse. That's Aurora. So if you <laughs> hear that noise, give him a call. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We're going to be talking to Jessica Cummings from Lipchip LLC. Very excited about this technology. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Vach, host and executive producer of the Horse Talk Show. In the studio with my co-host, Jody Everton, from the Ocala Stirrups Program mm-hmm. at Chestnut Hill Arabians. Also special guest in the studio, Laureen Lockhart from Run for the Ribbons. Great. <laughs> and joining us now on VMix Video, we have Jessica Cummings from Lip Chip LLC. Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you. So glad to be here. We've been um, showing off our... What are they? Cozies. Cozies. <laughs> and everybody got one tonight. 
And I'm gonna get it again here. So you don't want chap lips, you need your lip <laughs> chapstick. Very so cute. Very, well very, well very clever. So Jessica, I've got a wonderful audience for you here, both very good friends of mine. Um, Jody is from the Arabian show world. Um, and they have a training center with instructors and lessons and they show in all the really big shows and they've got like 29 time champions and all that good stuff. <laughs> and then Laureen has been showing all her life in the, in the horse show world and in the race world. And she does run for the ribbons and the transformation expo in the thoroughbred world. So you have a phenomenal audience just in the studio to hear about lip chip. So share with us how lip chip came to be and kind of what the difference is with this than just a regular old microchip. Yeah, so we founded lip chip over three years ago. Um, it was founded, founded by horsemen for horses. So we're all so we're horsemen. horsemen. Um, I've, been um, I've been showing horses, horses and participating in racing programs, programs my entire life. life. My dad um, actually I've helped me found this company. And he is and a he great stakes-winning trainer. And so we were seeing every single day the issues that were going on within the industry that we felt there had to be a solution. Um, issues with disease being spread, issues with um, lots of identification issues, not being able to properly identify the horses. And then ultimately, you also end up not being able to potentially read the microchip even after it's been placed with the current microchipping practices. So we came up with a solution that was specific for the industry, not just a company trying to sell a product. We said, okay, we work and play in this industry every single day, so what would we do? And that's what we did. So we offer a complete system for the microchip, not just a number on a microchip. So that's why it's more than a number. So when you scan your microchip, as you can see here on the screen, instead of just having a number pop up, you're actually going to have a app on your phone, on your tablet, or your computer connected through Bluetooth to our reader, and it's gonna show you your Coggins, your Pyro. It's gonna have your owner information, emergency contact information, and it's also gonna give you four photos of the horse, just in case you feel that you want to clarify the identity. You can check markings, brands, etc. So this was something that we conceptualized that we really wanted to first be able to identify the horses and then second, be able to take that and unlock data, but keep it secure, which is why we use the microchip. Incredible. Now tell us about the inserting the microchip and the difference between this and what people may have been familiar with in the past as far as microchipping and some of the issues with the current microchipping that people are using as far as them slipping, moving, etc. Right, so we recommend the placement in the upper mandible area, which is the upper fatty tissue of the lip. What that does is it offers a chance for less migration. In the current nuchal ligament placement, we see about 30% migration. There's also an issue with microchips. You don't want water and you don't want a large, a large mass. The neck has both of those things. Mm -hmm. So whenever you put it in the upper mandible area or the lip, you actually have less um, issues with the microchip being red and also less issues with it migrating. And so that is why we place it in the lip. Now, our scanners happily pick up both the neck and the lip. Mm. So you can do either. 
But the thing is, is that we prefer the lip because you're able to actually read the microchip in a less obscured way. So the issue becomes that a horse is naturally curious. We all know this, we're all horsemen. <laughs> and so you're going to see that a horse is going to approach a new object with their nose. And so if you're scanning a you're horse in a trailer, because as we go in and out of big show venues or race and tracks, so if you're scanning a horse in a trailer, inner, as we go in and out of big show venues it is or just race tracks, a process that typically takes inner, anywhere from about five to ten minutes to scan in a full trailer load of horses. And so instead of having to stick your arm in that trailer, which is very dangerous, you're going to end up getting your arm broke at some point. If you're able to just breathe the lid, it's very quick. It actually cuts down the time to seconds instead of minutes. And then you pull those documents up on your tablet, your smartphone, and you're in. You're in the game. And there's no more waiting. I mean, how many times, y'all, have we had the line wrapped around the venue? Because we can't because get in because everybody's, everybody's checking, checking their paperwork. paperwork. And so this, and so really, this really also and we really have to have both of those issues solved because let's face it, I mean, we don't need our horses sitting in the heat, sweating, not being able to go to their stalls. Let's get everybody in and out and get them stalled. And I don't know about other horse people, but the sooner I get my horses back out of the trailer, the happier I am, especially if they've been on a decent length trip and they've been standing in the trailer. I can't wait to get them out, stretch their legs, walk them around, get them comfortable in their stall, get them a fresh bucket of water and some new hay. And I can't stand to be stuck still with a horse trailer. Mm -hmm. If we're moving along the road and there's a breeze yeah. and they can feel the vibration of the vehicle. Yeah. But once I come to like a stop or a, you know, a, a stop mm -hmm. to check paperwork, uh, yeah. I'm like, I just want them out of the trailer as quick as possible. I can't stand the idea well, of them. Sitting there, right? Yeah. yeah, and even in and out of the state of Florida, you've yeah. got, we've got that checkpoint that yeah. it, that can take so a very slow. long time. Yes, how incredible! And it's a lot of times it's non-horse people, yes. so they don't know. Yes. They're yes. climbing all over the place. You got yes. colts trying to eat them. Yes, like right. <laughs> I know, and I, I yes, and that I love that that you can just go down yeah. there. And, I'm, and, and again, you know, you mentioned the safety issue of not having to stick your hands in. Yeah, uh, I mean that's huge. Much better. Yeah, location. very good. Something, some, something else. I I'd really like you to address, Jessica, which I think is so important, is the transparency and the integrity of, um, you know, everything is under the microscope these days, literally, and everybody is looking, I don't want to say everybody, but there's a lot of people out there to criticize horse sports, mm -hmm. and don't you think that this microchipping system with the app, with LipChip, really help with that transparency and integrity so that everything is really clear? And, and right in front of your face, and you can, you, to me, that's priceless in itself. Yeah, so being in the racing industry, obviously it is, it is of the utmost importance that we are able to keep transparency. Um, right now, the vets are under a ton of scrutiny as they come in and administer medications. Right. The racing regulatory committees are under a ton of scrutiny. And the racetracks themselves, mm -hmm. um, it is 
are identifying these horses and who are working with them on a daily basis to ensure that they know first that that is the correct horse and second has that horse had a work has that horse had a medication and so what we do is we offer uh, we offer a system of integrated portals and so jessica will you hold that thought for me for one minute we have to run to commercial break, but we're going to keep you with us for the beginning of the next segment. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back with Jessica. Great. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay. And also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies with post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs. EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment for this week of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farm, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host Jody Everton from the Ocala Stirrups Program at Chestnut Hill Arabians, and special guest in the studio, Laureen Lockhart, who stayed for the show with us from Run for the Ribbons, which was really nice. I really wanted her to hear uh, the lip chip segments. I really think this is yeah, something it's a great product. And I have yeah, Jessica yeah, Cummings same. with us on VMix Caller. We actually weren't, we were just going to do one segment with her, but it was so interesting and there was so much to hear about. So we actually kept her with us for uh, the beginning of this segment, just so we can kind of wrap it up a little bit. And, and just, we were talking about integrity and transparency and the importance of that. I am personally a huge racing fan. Um, and actually this morning I was at a couple of amazing farms here, um, the Thurstock and Demeric Training and Sales. And I, I was just... I said to Gigi, my director and business partner, I said, uh, you know, a lot of people have the, um, you know, have the impression that racing is so, it's such a terrible industry. And I have been on the backside of so many tracks around so many wonderful people mm-hmm. and so many racing and training facilities here, even in Ocala, some of the, the most amazing people. And, you know, I, I just, I, I hate to see... And are there bad people in in everything? Sure. I mean, there are some bad people in every industry. It doesn't matter whether it's horses or, or, or whatever. 
But I've just seen the other side of it. But what I would love to see is more transparency so that people can see the good side. And I feel like what Lipchip is doing is going to really help that process. And that's kind of what we were talking about when, at the end of the last segment. And, and what are your thoughts about that and how important that is? You know, in order to keep racing um, with the integrity that it deserves, we need a better system. We need to be able to keep the information secure. So that's why we use a microchip. It cannot be falsified. It cannot be altered like a tattoo. And it's going to unlock this data that we can input from different sources, whether it's a vet, whether it's a racing commission, whether it's... um, just inputting information about this horse in general it's breeding information and we want to be able to basically have all the information about that horse at the scan and that horse we counted recently a horse is identified no less than six times while they're racing they have to be identified as they enter the backside. they have to be identified while the veterinarian works on them they have to be identified at the holding barn the paddock and then they also have to be identified at the test barn. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably even missing some opportunities here. And so this is all an instance where horses can accidentally get switched around if they look identical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also an instance where we can forget to actually present information about that horse. And then that horse ends up scratched later. Yeah. And there was just a lot of miscommunication. And so, yes, is, is there some issues in the industry where there is cheating? There is. However... I firmly feel that the racing industry as a whole is just crying out for a better system so that we can all just do what we love to do. Exactly. And it also translates into the other disciplines. You want to be able to do this for a show as well. You want to be able to know that the integrity of that show is there mm-hmm. and also that you're not potentially putting your horse at risk by spreading disease or not knowing who you're showing against mm-hmm. because they weren't sanctioned in that show. And it just keeps everybody honest. I love and so, that. It's, it's just a, a great way to take a very simple process, such as identifying a horse, and just expand. Yes. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I love it. And as soon as Jessica reached out to me about uh, Lip Chip LLC and sent me the information, I said, oh, my gosh, this is... Um, Jessica, in closing, can you just share with us how people can get more information, how they can um, order Lipchip and how they can find you? We have your website up on the screen, lipchipllc.com. Um, but can you just share with our listeners how they can reach out and find out more information? Yeah, yeah. Right now is a really exciting time. We're going through all of our process testing and everything. So right now, you can read up on our website. We've got lots of good videos up there. You can also check us out on YouTube. And the best thing to do is just get in contact with us. And if you want more information, we'd love to share with you about what we're doing. And um, it's just really, really an exciting time. So we're very thankful to be part of the Horse Talk Show family as well. So thank you for having me. Jessica, I'm thrilled, and um, we love what you're doing. I think it's wonderful. Great job. Yes. And and from my show people here from awesome. a yeah, couple of different worlds sitting either side of me here, they can totally relate uh, on all fronts to, to everything you just shared with us. Great information. Thank you. Thank you for staying for a second segment. We just There was a few more things we needed to cover, so thank you so much for joining us um, from Texas. And um, maybe one day we'll get you moved to Florida. I know you're a Texas girl, but we're going to work on it. <laughs> you can come visit, hang out yeah, with us. Yeah. You can come and visit. My, my door is open. So thank you for joining us. <laughs> Jessica Cummings, uh, Lip Chip LLC. 
and um, we're at, at the, believe it or not, at the last part of the show, which absolutely flew by. So when I'm listening to the radio sometimes, I'm like, why are they talking so much about their personal life? Why can't I get my music and my, <laughs> my praise and worship and my I need a prayer and oh, yes, you know, driving down the road. So, but I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go ahead and share with you my... Let's hear it. Yes. So it's been an interesting week. I had surgery yesterday, and actually mm -hmm. I got on a horse for the first time today since I broke my neck, by the way, at the Demerics Farm. First time no. I sat on a horse since um, February 20th, to mm. be exact, which is probably the longest I've ever gone in my life. From without birth, doing that. Without doing that. Yeah. Um, but speaking of birth, I officially became a grandmother. What? This Aww. week. Yes. And so I'm going to share that with you. Florence Lavender. Is um, her lavender she hat. Was, yes, she was born 11, 11 a.m. on so Sunday morning. Cute. She was six pounds, 13 ounces. Perfect. And um, anyone who knows me really well knows I don't sit still for very much, but I could sit still for hours with the chance to hold her mm. and cuddle her. And she's so perfect and so precious. And a shout out to Advent Health who did an absolutely phenomenal job. Um, one nurse That's in there, great. Ashley, by the name of Ashley, just incredible. Oh and the CEO, um, there's Edward, um, the CEO of Advent Health came to visit uh, Megan and make sure she was okay and allowed us to go in and see how much was amazing. And she is just priceless and precious. So there you go, future horse rider. Um, Perfect. Potentially future competitor. Future equestrian. Um, yeah, future equestrian. She already has a pony and a mini donkey. Oh. Um, there's mom and dad. Oh. And um, yeah, just a precious. Nice. So um, congratulations to them and thank you again to Advent. Congratulations to you. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's I'm, great. Um, awesome. I'm really excited. I, I guess Cute. I didn't think I would be a grandmother this soon, <laughs> but it, you know what? It's good. I'm Nana Lou. And I I'm, love it. I'm, um, I just couldn't resist that picture look at so those cute oh, yeah so it's very exciting and um and um I'm, yeah i'm beside myself so thin ups <laughs> and downs this year you know from a broken neck yeah. to losing my horse to a number of to other new things. babies to new to babies new because baby. um yeah there's there's always a miracle at the light at the end of the tunnel well while we're on our quick personal thing yeah. i have to have a shout out for my very wonderful fan down here dolores alberti this is joe's mom and she is a faithful viewer, so I just thought it was worth a mention. She always, we always chat about the show on Wednesday. Yes. So thank you, Dolores. We love you. Thank you, Joelle. So nice to have, yes, Joelle yeah. Birdie's mom. All that love and support from you all the time. And, and you know, Dr. Chaos' mom never misses the show. I know all these great moms in our lives. <laughs> We're very lucky to have yes. you. Quick last mention for the summit, November twenty third, Horse Farms Forever. Uh, has got that event at OBS, and it's very important culture of Marion County mm. and the horse farms. Um, I can't say enough about what they do, conversations about conservation. Whether you are in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around till the same time next week, and thanks to our guests. Thanks for having